0: Runs right through the center of my land, and I'm quite near wood. A neighbor and his daughter were going to Green River, the county seat, and said I might go along, so I did, as I could file there as well as at the land office. And oh, that trip! I had more fun to the square inch than Mark Twain or Samantha Allen ever provoked. It took us a whole week to go and come. We camped out, of course, for in the whole sixty miles there was but one house and going in that direction there is not a tree to be seen. Nothing but sage, sand, and sheep. About noon the first day out, we came near a sheep wagon, and stalking along ahead of us was a lanky fellow, a herder, going home for dinner. Suddenly it seemed to me I should starve if I had to wait until we got where we had planned to stop for dinner. So I called out to the man, Little Bo Peep, have you anything to eat? If you have, we'd like to find it. And he answered, As soon as I'm able, it shall be on the table, if you'll but trouble to get behind it. Shades of Shakespeare! Songs of David the shepherd poet! What do you think of us? Well, we got behind it, and a more delicious it I never tasted. Such coffee! And out of such a pot! I promised Bo Peep that I would send him a crook with pink ribbons on it. "'but I suspect he thinks I'm a crook without the ribbons. "'The sagebrush is so short in some places "'that it's not large enough to make a fire, "'so we had to drive until quite late before we camped that night. "'After driving all day over what seemed a level desert of sand, "'we came about sundown to a beautiful canyon, "'down which we had to drive for a couple of miles before we could cross. "'In the canyon the shadows had already fallen.' But when we looked up, we could see the last shafts of sunlight on the tops of the great bare buttes. Suddenly, a great wolf started from somewhere and galloped along the edge of the canyon, outlined black and clear by the setting sun. His curiosity overcame him at last, so he sat down and waited to see what manner of beast we were. I reckon he was disappointed, for he howled most dismally. I thought of Jack London's The Wolf— After we quitted the canyon, I saw the most beautiful sight. It seemed as if we were driving through a golden haze. The violet shadows were creeping up between the hills, while away back of us the snow-capped peaks were catching the sun's last rays. On every side of us stretched the poor hopeless desert, the sage grim and determined to live in spite of starvation, and the great bare desolate buttes, The beautiful colors turned to amber and rose, and then to the general tone, dull gray. Then we stopped to camp, and such a scurrying around to gather brush for the fire and to get supper. Everything tasted so good. Jerrine ate like a man. Then we raised the wagon tongue and spread the wagon sheet over it, and made a bedroom for us women. We made our beds on the warm, soft sand and went to bed. It was too beautiful a night to sleep so I put my head out to look and to think. I saw the moon come up and hang for a while over the mountain, as if it were discouraged with the prospect, and the big white stars flirted shamelessly with the hills. I saw a coyote come trotting along, and I felt sorry for him, having to hunt food in so barren a place. But when presently I heard the whir of wings, I felt sorry for the sage chickens he had disturbed. At length a cloud came up, and I went to sleep and next morning was covered several inches with snow. It didn't hurt us a bit, but while I was struggling with stubborn corsets and shoes, I communed with myself after the manner of prodigals and said, How much better that I were down in Denver, even at Mrs. Coney's, digging with a skewer into the corners, seeking dirt which might be there, yea, even eating codfish, than that I should perish on this desert of imagination.' So I turned the current of my imagination and fancied that I was at home before the fireplace and that the back log was about to roll down. My fancy was in such good working trim that before I knew it I kicked the wagon wheel, and I certainly got as warm as the most sought scientist that ever read Mrs. Eddy could possibly wish. After two more such days I arrived. When I went up to the office where I was to file, the door was open— and the most taciturn old man sat before a desk. I hesitated at the door, but he never let on.